This is the SVG Business Podcast with Jeff from Cut and Make Crafts and Cricut Maker Crafts. Woohoo! Earning a passive income doing what you love doesn't have to be difficult. I'm here to show you it's totally possible to live a life of your dreams, making money doing something you love without having to trade dollars for hours. In SVG Business Podcast, you will learn the top secrets for starting and running an online SVG design business that makes money in your sleep. So you can quit your day job and stay home with your family while generating an income doing something you totally love. So grab your pumpkin spice latte and keep listening. I'm your host, a research assistant and an SVG design course instructor, Jab. Welcome to the second episode of SVG Business Podcast. Our guest for today is an amazing paper flower SVG designer. I've been in love with her flowers ever since I stumbled upon them. Without further ado, let me introduce you all to Farron from Farron Celeste. Hi, Farron. Why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Hi, I'm Farron. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am the owner and designer of Farron Celeste. I specialize in cardstock projects for cutting machines. And I have recently found a love for paper flowers. So I offer cardstock paper flowers that you can make with your Cricut or Silhouette cutting machine. Awesome. So how did you get started with designing your SVG cut files? So I, it's funny because I never intended on selling SVGs. So I first started learning how to design them because I was using my Cricut and Silhouette cutting machines to make party decor. So it was about the time in my life that my friends were having babies or they were getting married. So I was making decorations for their bridal showers and their baby showers. And through that, I really enjoyed making paper decorations. So I kind of started developing a bit of a side hustle and I taught myself how to design SVG files so I could offer really unique products to my customers. I never intended on selling the actual files until we moved to the Netherlands. So I'm originally from the States. I'm from Seattle, Washington, and we moved to the Netherlands for my husband's job a couple of years ago. And in that time, I had to pivot because I had developed a bit of a customer base, but it was all for physical product. And, you know, I thought, how am I going to continue to serve these customers while I'm living abroad? No one's going to want to pay for international shipping. And so when I was creating the party decor stuff, I would just post it on Instagram for fun. And I would always get comments from the other people who had cutting machines asking me, you know, how did you make that? That's so cute. I want to learn how. And at first I would be a little bit frustrated (laughs) by that because I'm thinking to myself, I just found, spent all this time learning how to do this. And you, you know, I'm, you want to know how to do it too. And then I learned I learned from that though, that for creative people like me, that half the fun is making it. So I decided when we moved to the Netherlands to start selling the actual files. Uh-huh. So like you sort of like mm-hmm. transitioned from selling physical products to selling digital products. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's a great idea. And uh, 
Where do you get the design inspiration from for such beautiful flowers? So I love to use real flowers. That's where I get all my inspiration from. So I'm really lucky that I live in the Netherlands because they have the most beautiful flower fields in the spring. Um, the Netherlands is known for their tulips. I think they're the largest exporter of tulip bulbs anywhere. Um, and in the spring, in the north, just the fields are just full of color, full of tulips. So when I went to design my tulip SVG file, we drove up there and I took a bunch of big pictures of the flowers. And that's what I used to create my tulip SVG. And then I'm also really lucky because the little village I live in, there's a market every Thursday and there's a flower stand there. And I can go and get like a whole bundle of flowers depending on what's on season. So I can go and get some really nice dahlias or peonies if it's the springtime. And it is so inexpensive. It's only like five euros for this giant bundle of flowers. Like back home in the States, wow. it'd be so expensive. Um, so I can just pick up a bundle of flowers and bring them home and I'll just take them apart and look at the petals and figure out how mm -hmm. I can turn it into paper. <laughs> Well, no wonder your flowers look so realistic. And that's the best part. I think uh, mostly when I see flowers, they don't attract me that much as much as yours because of oh. how realistic <laughs> they look. Yeah. Oh, thank so. you. <laughs> yeah. Um, the goal is always to, to make them realistic, but approachable. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what I like about using cardstock is because you can cut it on the cutting machine. I know that the maker, you can use that to cut crepe paper, but you know, the maker is like the hot, most expensive cutting machine out there. So yep. um, I like that with cardstock, it's a little bit more approachable. Um, it's more approachable to work with and it's more approachable financially too, because you don't have to have the most expensive machine. And I think I find that cardstock is not as expensive as, um, crepe, crepe paper, paper either. Uh -huh. And, yeah. um, and I am way too impatient <laughs> to glue <laughs> each petal on by hand. And that's um, what's nice about cardstock too, is that you can design it where, um, multiple petals are in one shape. So it just mm -hmm. turns into kind of layering the flower rather than having to glue each and every individual petal on. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that's why I that's, like cardstock. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Like, so this can be a really good marketing point. Like for some people, they don't have patience like me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Go through that. yeah. I, as I say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about some of the biggest hurdles you faced when you got started and how did you overcome them? So, you know, I've had to overcome a lot of hurdles in my business. Um, you know, I always thought that the biggest hurdle for me was not having enough time. Um, because when I first started my side hustle, I was working full time as a nurse and I always thought, you know, well, if I just had the time to dedicate to this full time, like this could be, you know, an actual business. And, you know, honestly, looking back on it, moving across 
the world or not across the world, but across the pond to a different country was actually been a lot harder than the time element. Um, you know, hmm. time is, is a limited resource. Um, and I am very fortunate that I have, that I can work on this full time now. I think if I was trying to do this as a side hustle, living in a different country, there's just no way I could do it. Um, mm -hmm. but just about having, being able to work on it full time and living in a different country presents a whole nother set of challenges. <laughs> so um, I live in the Netherlands. If you don't know where that is, it's a small country in between um, Belgium and Germany. They speak Dutch. I do not speak Dutch. <laughs> they do speak, most people speak English and they're always very kind and always switch to English for me when I need it. But um yeah, the conversations in Dutch, everything's in Dutch, you know, when you go to the grocery store, when you go to any kind of store. So for me, trying to source supplies and look for different materials can be just take me a lot of time because I'm trying to figure out what the Dutch word is. And sometimes even when I use Google Translate, it's not always a direct Accurate. translation. Um, so it can just take me a really long time to just find what I need. And, um, it can just, it can get really frustrating because I feel like I have, I have the time now, but I feel like everything takes me twice as long. Um, so I guess I say that in a way that to just kind of be encouraging that, even though I'm working on this full time, it still takes me a long time to get things done because of the challenges I'm facing. And, you know, it's okay if you're just getting a little bit done at a time. Mm -hmm. We all, it's going to pay off all, later. Yeah. Like, I know I feel the pressure sometimes, and I'm sure everyone can relate to this. You're like, oh, I just feel like I need to be doing more. Like, if I just work a little bit harder, I just need to hustle a little bit harder. Like, it's okay. Like it's okay to take a little bit. It's okay if it takes a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and honestly, sometimes by taking a step back, sometimes you can learn a lot along the way too. So just remember to step back and take a breath. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how does it actually feel being able to work at your own schedule? So this has actually been the best part about being an SVG file designer um, because I do work from home now. Um, and in the whole time that my husband and I have been married, we've been married for 10 years until we moved to the Netherlands. That was the first time that we have ever been on like a similar schedule where we see each other each night and can have dinner together because when I was working as a nurse, I was always working night shift. I was working in the ICU or in the anesthesia recovery unit. So I was always working crazy shifts or I was on call. I would work nights. I would work weekends. Um, and so worked holidays. So my schedule was just all over the place. And I just felt like I was sometimes just missing out on life. You know, I was frustrated you know, I just felt like um, I, at first I had all this creative energy that I just just needed to get out. And um, I loved being a nurse, but I just 
I just couldn't do the schedule anymore. And I was yeah. And I just, I really enjoyed what I was doing on the side and I saw the potential that, you know, there is a potential to make income doing that. And so why not do something that you really love? And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm so, so very grateful and fortunate that this is what I get to do on a daily basis Mm -hmm. now. So (laughs) true. Like when I started, um, my online hustle, it it was back in 2013. So I started off with blogging. I had a sewing blog. I used to design and sell sewing patterns. So the whole idea was to start something online. So it would give me the flexibility to concentrate on my studies while I was working. Because if I got a job at a cafe or something physical, then it would have been such, uh, so challenging to balance both the things together. But thanks to my online business, I was able to concentrate on my studies as well as my business. So it really, really gives you a lot of freedom and flexibility to have something to sell online. That's amazing that you did all that when you're a student. too. (laughs) I I can't imagine um, running a business and um, being in school full time. That's really, really incredible. (laughs) Thank you so much. Had to do something Mm -hmm. to feed myself. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, I guess that can be pretty motivating. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, talking about uh, making Mm -hmm. money from the business, Mm -hmm. are you currently making a full-time income from your business? Yeah, so the answer to that would just be it's relative, right? So my goal with my business is to exceed what I was making as a full-time nurse. And I'm not quite there yet, but from what I'm currently bringing in, it would be considered a full-time um income to somebody else. So, you know, it's all relative, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. you know, just an extra few hundred dollars a month could be life-changing for somebody, or, you know, maybe that's a few thousand. It just kind of depends on your goals. Um, you know, for us where we're at right now, what I'm thinking is great because Mm -hmm. you're on expat assignment, the cost of living here is a lot less than it was in Seattle. So I'm, yeah, I'm making a full-time income here. Um, but in Seattle where the, uh, cost of living is a lot more expensive, I definitely want to see those numbers up a little bit more before we move back. But I've only been in business for a year. So I am very, very, very happy with where I'm at at the moment. That's very, that's very encouraging mm-hmm. for those who are just starting out. Like, uh, there, you have potential to grow and, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm sure like within a year or maybe six months, you'll be there. Yeah, I think, I think so. And, you know, um, you know, what's really cool about what I've kind of learned from, um, this business so far is that you kind of, it's really cool that you kind of have the opportunity to make money like at any time. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. when I was a nurse, I wanted to make some extra money, I would need to just go pick up an an extra shift. And I was fortunate as a nurse that I even had that option, right? Like a lot of jobs, you, you make what you make, right? There's not really an opportunity to like pick up an extra shift or something. But you know, with SVG files, like, let's say, you know, 
something's coming up and like, if you want to have some extra income around the holidays, well, you can just design some extra files and put them out there. Like, so true. It's so it can be so scalable. Like there's so much room to grow. Like if you Mm -hmm. just stick to it and you keep on improvising and uh, doing what you do, building on it, it, there, there's so many opportunities that, that just open up. Yes, definitely. So talking about holiday, do you have any special plans, any special launches coming up? So I've actually been working on a special project for over the summer and we're almost ready to launch it. I can't like say exactly what it is, but I am teaming up with another paper florist that lives in the States. We become uh, good friends through Instagram and we are collaborating together on a special project that I think will be really great for gifts this holiday season. So I'm really excited about that. Um, as far as SVG files, I don't know yet. <laughs> and um, yeah, we were chatting a little bit about this earlier is that sometimes, you know, you have a really clear plan, you know where you're going. And then other times you're just kind of figuring it out as you're going along. So I, as far as the holiday season, I'm kind of figuring that out as I go along because I have been putting so much time into this, this project that's getting ready to launch. Mm-hmm. Um I think, I think I might, uh, I would like to do something with the paper flowers for the holidays. I'm just not quite sure what that will, will look mm-hmm. like yet, but you know, I'll, we'll, I'm sure I'll figure it out. And, uh, um, the other thing is that, uh, we might be moving houses. So I don't know how much, uh, <laughs> how much time I'm going to have to put out a lot uh, of extra files here coming up soon, but I'm going to try. So we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh yes, uh, moving houses is a huge task, but yes. I can't wait to I can't wait to see what uh, you're gonna share with us uh, with the with your friend. I'm really excited to see all your products, so oh, I'll be you. I'll be keeping my eyes out. So yeah. <laughs> we have reached to our final question. So any mm-hmm. tips for those who are just starting out? Um, my biggest advice would be that to just be always be willing to adapt and pivot. If you put a few SVG files out there and a few products out there and they just aren't performing, it's not a failure. It's okay. It just means that you're one step closer to figuring out what does work. I've had to pivot so many times in my business from going from selling party decor physical product to kind of being having to transition to selling digital product was a huge pivot in mm-hmm. some ways it was a it felt like it and when you make these pivots it feels like a big risk in some ways in some ways it is but if you can just be confident that you're making the right decisions and just kind of take one step at a time and if something doesn't work out, it's okay. It doesn't mean it's a failure. It just means you're one step closer to figuring out what does. Mm-hmm. And literally everything in business is an experiment. People will try to sell you courses saying, oh, I've got the, you know, if you just follow these steps, you're going to have a successful business. That isn't, isn't true. There's no secret sauce that someone just knows and the rest of us doesn't. It's just a, a series of small 
decisions and small pivots that I think eventually lead to something that that really works. You know, for me, I when I first started sell, selling SVG files, I did have some um, party decor type SVGs in there because that's what I had been selling prior. But what I found for me and my customers, what they like from me is the flowers. So that's what I have transitioned my time into doing. So you could look at it and think, oh, well, you spent all that time making the party stuff. Doesn't that feel like those products were a failure? No, they don't. It's just it they just weren't working out right now. That doesn't mean that they weren't won't be something that can evolve later. Um, so just don't get discouraged, I guess, if if something doesn't sell or, you know, you don't get a good response from from something you put out there on social media or whatever is just, you'll figure it out. <laughs> I just wanted to add a little bit like courses are roadmap. So you take the basics from there and then you merge it with, with your expertise and then you get out there and try your best to uh, make the most out of your knowledge and everything. Yeah. And what I should, what I meant to clarify about courses is like, Definitely. There are some great courses out there as far as ones that like teach you a skill, like how to design SVG files, how to use Pinterest, how to do things like that. Um, it's what I was kind of more referring to were the ones that are mm -hmm. like, here's the secret sauce to, you know, like a general course. Don't yeah. uh, like... <laughs> those are not good. <laughs> get, get rich real quick. There's mm -hmm. nothing like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These are some oh, great no. tips for those who are just starting out. Number one, do not get discouraged. Like, do not give up so early on. Have patience and try different things to, until you figure out. Like, listen to your customers. So that was really interesting. And I just loved having this chat with you. It was so amazing to have you over for the interview. Thank you so much for joining in today. Uh, just one last thing before signing off. Let us know where we can find you and uh, the name of your shop and your Instagram. Sure. Um, I am Fair and Celeste on Instagram and on Etsy. It's F is in Frank, A-R-R-E-N, Celeste.Etsy.com and Fair and Celeste on Instagram. All right. Great. Thank you so much. And I'll be sharing your profile and your shop name in the in the description. So everybody be sure to check that out and follow Farron and check out her beautiful flowers. That's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you're interested in learning to design and sell your own SVG cut files, be sure to sign up for my course SVG Superstar waitlist on my blog Cut and Make Crafts. This is Jab signing off. Hope to see you in the next episode. Bye bye.